What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest, freshman from the Mercyhurst women's hockey team, Sarah Boucher. However, before we get to her interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, subscribe to our Apple Podcast account and leave a rating and review and follow our Spotify account as well. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to me. Now, like I mentioned before, our interview today is with Sarah Boucher. I had a great conversation with Sarah as we talked about many things throughout this interview. We talked about her first year in Mercyhurst and how she adjusted to playing in college. And we also talk about her experience with the Oakville Hornets in the PWHL. It overall was a great interview, and I had a great conversation with Sarah. So without further ado, here's the interview with Sarah. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I am joined by Mercyhurst freshman Sarah Boucher. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah, and how's everything going? Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Everything's going pretty good. That's me. That's good to hear, and thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. So obviously, this year's college hockey season was very different compared to other seasons in the past. What were some of the challenges you had to experience, and how did you overcome some of those challenges? Uh, I guess this season, there was like so many uncertainties, and you never really knew what was going to happen. So I guess a big one with that would just be having games postponed and canceled, and your schedule changed and everything. So just learning how to adapt to that and getting ready for each game, no matter when you play it. Yeah, I want to talk more about some of those schedule changes that happened to your schedule. What was the key for maintaining flexibility for this year? And how did you deal with all those schedule changes and postponements that happened to your schedule, especially as a freshman, since this is something you've never experienced before? Um, I think just my team as a whole, like no one's really experienced the schedule changes like that before. But I think just going into every practice like you're going to play and just practicing like you're going to play. And if you don't, just kind of accepting it, moving on to the next game and just getting like preparing for the next games. Now, I want to start off talking about the CHA playoffs you were just in. You lost to Robert Morris. Talk about that game and what did you take away from it, especially since you lost in overtime? Yeah, that was definitely not the way we wanted to end our season, but uh, I think we learned some things. There's definitely some things that we could have cleaned up in that game and things we could have done differently, but yeah. Was it nice to have uh, playing in your hometown, I guess, because I know you were playing at the insurance arena in Erie and that's very close to your campus in Mercyhurst. So was it nice getting to play close to campus? Yeah, it was definitely nice. We still had to stay in a hotel, even though it was close to campus. But other than that, like it was pretty good, like not having to have a big bus trip and not having to fly and everything. It was definitely nice and definitely an advantage for us. And uh, speaking of this past year, thinking about it, uh, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game or was it the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck? Um, I think both. I think just the speed of the game kind of forced you to have to make quicker decisions, but definitely everyone here is faster and smarter than what I've played in previous years. Yeah. And uh, what was the biggest improvement you've made to your game because of the players you were going up against in college? Uh, I think definitely my speed. I worked on that all season. So I think that 
was a big thing for me to work on. That was probably my biggest improvement. And you had a lot of goals, goals scored this year. Did you work on anything during the offseason to help that goal-scoring knack that you had your freshman year? And what did you work on during the offseason, especially since the season had so much uncertainty around it during that time period? Yeah, so I just worked with my trainer a lot at home, not anything specifically like for goal scoring, but just like strength and around the net, like to be able to win battles and just shooting drills and things like that. Now, where you were from, was gyms closed and was it hard to find ice time? And how did you manage that challenge if that was your case? Yeah, so gyms were closed and rings were closed from March till, I believe, May. So I was able to go in the gym from May till I left in July. So it wasn't as much time preparation as I like hoped for coming into school, but like it made it work. Now, how was playoff hockey different from regular season hockey in your experience in the CHA this year? Uh, I think playoff hockey, everyone just plays with that extra edge. Everyone wants to win. Everyone wants every puck. And it's just, it's a different game than uh, regular season. Now, your team had a very good freshman class this year. Talk about the impact that your class had on the team and just how important it was, especially with players like yourself, Grace Nellis, Mary Cromer, Jersey Phillips, and Kalista Robottom. Yeah, so it's definitely important to have a full team. You can't just have the upperclassmen carrying the team. And we definitely had a strong freshman class, so I think that really helped us. And everyone was able to make an impact. Now, what was it like playing without any fans, and was that an adjustment for yourself? Uh, in previous years, we never really had – like, I've never really played in front of a big fan base. It usually was just parents. So, for me, it wasn't a huge adjustment. It was just – like our team and our bench had to bring the energy to the games because it wasn't going to be coming from the stands. Yeah. And was it hard not having your family in the stands, especially since you were far away from home for the first time in your life? Yeah, definitely. Growing up, both my parents have came to almost every game that they could come to. So it was definitely really hard on them not being able to see like my first college year and like for me, like not playing in front of them, but I know they watched every game online. (laughs) Yeah, and how did you adjust being a far away from home for the first time? Um, it was difficult for the first couple of weeks, but I think I adjusted fairly quickly and fairly fairly well. Like I was always fairly independent, so it wasn't like too big of a challenge for me. Now, something else that was introduced to college hockey this year was three and three overtime. What was that like for yourself, being an offensive player and having more space on the ice and having more opportunities to score goals? That was definitely good. It was, we didn't go into too many games in overtime, but when we did, it was definitely nice just having that extra space. You can had a little more time with the puck. You had a little more time to make decisions, make moves. Yeah. And um, I also don't, I also like the three and three overtime because it eliminates ties. I'm assuming you don't like ties yourself. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? Are you a tie person or not, not a big fan of that? No, I'm not a huge fan of ties. I definitely like to win. (laughs) Definitely. And I'd much rather have the result as a fan, not knowing. I'd much rather have the result knowing what happened versus having a tie and not knowing what the result is, even if your team lost or won. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to start off talking about the beginning of your hockey career. You're from Burlington, Ontario. Talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? So my brother started playing hockey. He's two years older than me. So I was always at the game, at his games and at the rink and everything. And then I decided I wanted to play hockey because my brother did. 
So I grew up playing, I played boys hockey until I was 14. And then I played two years in Burlington. And then I played in Oakville for the rest of my minor hockey career. And did you have a favorite player growing up that you looked up to during your childhood? Um, definitely. I like, I've always liked Sidney Crosby. I think he's super talented. He's definitely one of my tops. Now, before Mercyhurst, like you were just mentioning, you played for the Oakville Hornets. How did you get the opportunity to play with that organization? Um, it was mostly just through connections. I ended up talking to a coach there and switched there. Now, obviously, Oakville has a big history with a lot of famous college hockey players that went there. How did you try to add to that history of uh, being a player there yourself? I think just trying to make an impact there and then bringing that to my college game and continuing that, the name, like I guess. In Oakville, you played with many wonderful players as well during your time there. How did playing with those types of players help your hockey development? Uh, it's definitely helped a lot it was definitely good playing with some, like some really talented players like I did and it just made it easier because they could make the plays like it was just easier to connect with like talented players now what was your favorite memory with Oakville um definitely in I believe it was Bantam so this was like in my younger years we always had like a rivalry rivalry with one of the other teams and we ended up in the finals of like every tournament and everything that year and then we ended up winning the final game in a shootout so that was definitely a big one that's one I'll probably always remember. Now how did your time in Oakville help prepare you for college hockey because you were saying earlier how you took what you learned from Oakville into college hockey today? Yeah I think there they helped me a lot there's really good player development there and skills the coaches there were really well and like we said before like playing with talented players I definitely had to push myself now talk about your recruitment process and what made you want to go to Mercyhurst at the end of the day uh, I want to go to Mercyhurst because just the winning history and the legacy of the team in previous years and the coaching staff was amazing I liked that it was a smaller school and yeah and you obviously get to play under Coach Mike Sisti. What have you learned under him so far, especially since he got his 500th win this year as a freshman? Yeah, that was definitely a huge milestone for him in his coaching career. And he's taught me a lot throughout the year. And I've definitely learned a lot and I'll continue to learn through my years here. Now, obviously, this year's school has been online. How have you tried to balance academics and hockey at such an elite level? I guess just not procrastinating assignments and everything like that. And just be, like communication with your professors is definitely key. Just letting them know if we're going to miss a day or miss a test or something like that. Just working it all out ahead of time. Now, how's school online for yourself and how have you adjusted to Zoom being your school life versus in the classroom with the teacher face to face? Yeah, I definitely prefer face-to-face -face. I think I learn better and I find it easier to pay attention when I'm in a classroom setting but Zoom is definitely like a good step for that. Yeah I know I the one thing I don't like about Zoom classes is the breakout rooms they put you in sometimes because it's just super awkward and it's hard to get work done I don't know if you've had that experience as well. Yeah it's definitely super awkward everyone kind of just stares at each <laughs> other until someone talks. Yeah, definitely. I've had that experience before. Now, back to some hockey questions now. You obviously play in the CHA conference. Talk about the competition you just play every night because it's like no night off, especially in that conference, especially since it's also a smaller conference as well. Yeah, it is a small conference. There's not that many teams, so you're going to play some of the teams very 
like over and over again. So you just got to learn what each team does and everyone's different. It was definitely good competition. You couldn't go into any game and take it for granted. Now, when you were preparing for opponents this year, did you take anything you learned from previous games into that preparation? Like say you were playing Robert Morris one game, did you take anything you learned from that game and used it for that game against Robert Morris when you're preparing for them in pre-scout? Yeah, we definitely watched video, watched different systems and stuff and kind of just learned and adapted to what each team did. Now, I want to ask you about some of the teammates you get to play with on a consistent basis. The first one is Alexa Vasco, your captain. Uh, what she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? And talk about the leadership she brings to your team as well. Yeah, so Vasco is a very talented player. She's super hardworking on the ice. And she's just like a big role model. And her work ethic is amazing. She's been an amazing leader for us this year and definitely knows like when to be serious, when to be funny, and just was overall like an amazing leader. And you also get to play with Rachel Marmon as well, who's another assistant captain on your team. What's she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice as well? Yeah, so on the ice, once again, she's super talented, super quick. And she's really good on the ice, off the ice. She was a good leader. She's very vocal and, uh, yeah, definitely helped to lead the team. I like my stall was in between the two of them. So I definitely got to know them both pretty well over the season. Definitely. And the final team I want to ask you about is someone in your class, Grace Nellis. What's she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice and talk about the impact she has brought to your team as well. Grace on the ice is super talented. She can, she knows when to make the play and she really good on the ice and then off the ice. She's probably one of the nicest girls I've ever met. She's like super genuine. She's an amazing girl. Now we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. And my first question to you is what music do you like to listen to on a general basis? And what's some songs you listen to before a game as well? Uh, I love country music. I listen to that pretty much all the time. Sometimes I listen to that pregame too, just depending on my mood. Other than that pregame, I like old rock music. Nice. What's your go-to artist uh, for old rock music? Like ACDC, I'm trying to think Aerosmith, something like that. I like Nickelback a lot. Oh, nice. What's your go-to song for them? I'm trying to think. Uh, Photograph was always one of my favorite ones (laughs) since I was a kid. Now, another non-hockey question I want to ask you is, what is your biggest pet peeve? I guess just when people talk with food in their mouth, (laughs) that drives me crazy. Definitely, definitely. That bothers me as well. Now, what is your favorite outdoor activity? Uh, I really like fishing. So I have a cottage, so I always go fishing. That's something me and my dad have always done since I was young. What What's the biggest fish you've ever caught? Um, probably like a f- two feet. It was probably a pike. I haven't gone anywhere for like big fishes, but just at my cottage at the lake, the biggest fish you can really catch is a pike there. <laughs> nice. Now, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? I'm trying to think. Um, I think Sidney Crosby. I think, once again, like he's always been one of my favorite players growing up, and he knows a lot about the game. And he seems like a very genuine person, so I think that would be cool to go to lunch with him. Definitely, and we were talking about some of your teammates earlier, but who was the funniest on the team? Uh, the funniest was definitely Gabby Cox. Now, who has the best style on the team besides yourself? For on or off the ice? Oh, let's do both. Off the ice, definitely Jordan Mortlock. And on the ice, 
probably AJ Weiss. Now back to some hockey questions. Now my first one to you is what should be done to help grow women's hockey in your opinion? I think just making a solid professional league for women will help a lot. Just having younger girls be able to look up and see that there is a professional league for girls to play in. And I think that's definitely the key. Now, what advice would you give a younger player trying to pursue a division one college hockey scholarship? I think just always work hard. Like don't get down on yourself. There's going to be ups and downs in your career, but just keep going, keep trying, keep working. Now, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give to your teammates, friends, or family members? Uh, definitely my parents, my family. They've always supported me and helped me a lot throughout my career and just life in general. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure getting the chance to meet you and stay safe and good luck. And I'm excited to watch you again for next year's season. I know you're going to kill it. It was fun watching you this season as well. Yes, thank you so much for having me on here. No problem. Take care. I just wanted to say thank you so much to Sarah for coming on the podcast. It really means a lot to me, and I can't thank her enough, and I wish her nothing but the best for her future hockey career with Mercyhurst. I know she's going to do great. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. It means a lot to me. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. The support for this podcast that's been received uh, means a lot to me. So thank you so much for everything, and this really means a lot. So I can't thank you guys enough. I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care and have a great day. Bye.